Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the uh, the inaugural uh, first podcast of the Woodworkers Podcast. I guess I didn't have to say podcast twice. Um, obviously, you can tell that we don't know exactly what we're doing just yet, um, but we're, we're getting there. My name is Ben Brunick of Chalkstone Woodworking in Yankton, South Dakota, and I'm joined with Philip Morley of Philip Morley Furniture. Um, of Wimberley, Texas, and Ramon Valdez of Ramon Valdez Fine Furniture out of Bloomfield, uh, New Mexico. Uh, you're going to have to bear with us a little bit. We're um, new to this game, uh, but we wanted to uh, let you know kind of what it is that we're thinking of doing uh, moving forward. And, um, and uh, with no further ado, I'll, I'll introduce Phil to begin with here. Hey, <laughs> how's it going? How you doing, oh, yeah. Phil? Well, good. aside from aside from an awkward intro, pretty well. Hey, that was pretty good for the first intro. <laughs> All, awkward is what we do. That should be our slogan. <laughs> we practice <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is exciting, guys. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm real honored that you guys were, uh, you know, wanting to do this, and that you even thought about asking me to do it. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pumped about it. I think it's a it's a great way we can just further share what we do and, and, you know, our passion for what we do. So Rabon, um, I, I guess we haven't, we haven't heard from you yet. Yeah. I'm, I'm also very honored that, uh, that you thought of me, Ben. And, um, you know, I, when I first got on Instagram, I really didn't know what I was doing there and it's come such a long way, made some fantastic contacts with a lot of really cool people uh, not just woodworkers, but um, artists in general. And I love the the new, um, it's just this wave of working with your hands that's just making a comeback. And I, I feel honored and thrilled to be part of that. So, yeah, this is a good thing. We're, we're going to have a good time. Absolutely. Yeah, so to, to begin with, I mean, like I said, this is our, this is our first podcast episode um we've been doing a few recordings here and there just trying to get used to actually recording and figuring out how we can the three of us can get together talk at the same time record it at the same time um and so we've just been oh just trying to go about this thing and and get it started so like i said you know bear bear with us as we as we get going you know mainly it's about it's going to be about you know the, the woodworking that that the three of us do the three of us are all all three of us are professional woodworkers i think we've all done it um now for i don't know i i've done it for a living since 1999 i don't know how long you guys have been how long okay, have guys done? that just made me feel real old <laughs> <laughs> you guys are gonna think i started when i was two but it was really in the in the 80s right out of high school uh well okay. not out of high school i was still in high school but I, you know, because a lot of people ask me, you know, did your dad do this or your grandpa? Not really. I just, I, I started doing it um, just as, you know, my brother worked at a cabinet shop and he would kind of make me tag along with him and help him. And so uh, I caught the bug early, but uh, yeah, I'd say uh, professionally since, uh, or not professionally, but, you know, I, I worked in cabinet shops since um, like 84, 80, 80, 83, somewhere in there. Well, sure. yeah, so now I feel, <laughs> I'm, I'm the youngster here, so, but, uh, you know, I'm, well, how old am I now? I don't even know, 35, and I've been 
I went to a trade school at the age of 15 um, and, and, you know, uh, did not think I would be where I am now, especially in the States, being from England. But uh, it's been really great for me and I love love what I do, you know. Uh, I've only I've only been in my own business for three years as Philip Morty Furniture. And just before that, I did a seven-year apprenticeship um, with a master craftsman, Michael Kolker who I give him 100% credit for making me the craftsman I am today. And I'm only saying that because I know he will never listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> is that a standard um, apprenticeship time frame, or is? Well, no, and I call it, so, you know, people get weird about, I, I've noticed this over here, especially people get weird about apprenticeships. Um, they, I've known a gentleman that he got upset when he's called an apprentice after, you know, a few years. And to me, I call it an apprentice uh, as I, I was an apprentice. Michael would say I wasn't. Michael would say, you know, he learned a ton from me too. And that I was just, I was working for Michael. But when you work with someone who's been doing it for 35 years, I am the apprentice. And I take that as an honor. Sure. You know, I, I did a four year in so I did four years in uh, trade school, then I worked for like a year or so on on job side, and then I did a four year apprenticeship in Florida, and then seven years with him. So wow. I don't think it's a standard at all. But when I say apprenticeship, you know, I I went to go work for him, and he said, ah, you know, a couple of years, and you'll be good to go. And we just got on really well. So. I would still be there now. I mean, he would still have me there now. Um, I just felt like I really needed to start my own business and do my own thing. And yeah, and uh, luckily it's it's going really well. Um, I work way more hours, <laughs> right. but uh, you know, I'm with my family. That's what it's about. Sure, I'm with my family. So, and and I'm still great friends with Michael. Uh, we're on the phone every day, pretty much. He just lives down the road from me, so it's a great relationship to have. I've actually had a um, kind of a unique situation because I've always I've worked with my brother um, in his cabinet shop for oh on and off. I worked for him the first time for about nine years, and then I was out on my own. I had my own cabinet shop. I was doing commercial casework, and I ended up getting um, my contractor's license, and we were building. Oh, cool building some houses and you know commercial buildings and I was kind of doing a little bit of everything I just just loved that you know trade I guess of uh, construction in general but I did that for about seven years and then uh, my brother just gave me an offer I couldn't refuse and I went back to work with him so altogether I worked with him for about 20 years and um, and I started you know I've had my my company name and my business, but I haven't really done any with anything with it because it's always been kind of on the side. I've, you know, I'm, you know, right. so it's, it's really just truly just been a hobby, but I've done lots of pieces, um, lots of commissions. I sell out of a gallery out of Santa Fe, uh, New Mexico. And so it's been really, really good. And I, I kind of feel like I um, wear the golden handcuffs, so to speak, because I, you know, haven't really been on my own but I've been building, you know, on the side. So it's really kind of a unique situation. I feel really blessed, but um, that's all about to change here in, in the next few weeks. I'll, I'll be, uh, you know, self, self-employed or, 
or is that unemployed? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be unemployed for a little while. Right. So, you know, I'm looking forward That's to awesome, that. That's awesome, man. That's really cool. <laughs> I had a, um, there was a job application one time that, that uh, a, a guy had filled out, um, and he had misspelled it. So instead of self-employed, he spelled it self-imploded. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. I thought that was perfect. <laughs> well, Ben, since since we've kind of said a little bit about, I know we, we didn't want to dive in too deep um, with our backgrounds and how we got involved in woodworking, but I know me and Ramon have said a little bit about that, and hopefully in another episode we can really kind of dig deep into it. I think we both, I think all of us obviously have a lot to share. But uh, just real quick, because I'm curious, how how did you get into doing woodworking? Well, I I, I started off by um, I, I made a canoe like in the in the I don't know sometime in the mid 1990s. Did you, did you sell it for a hundred thousand dollars? I didn't. No, no. Trent, Trent's I think the only one that's pulled that. Much off. <laughs> <laughs> but he but he is but but Trent is from Yankton, so right. Um, yeah, he's from he's from the same hometown here. Um, That's cool. But but yeah, I mean, I, I built a canoe. I, I was working for a bicycle tour company. I was doing bicycle tours um, around the around the country, wow. um, cross country and national parks and stuff like that. And I I, I did that and just was kind of I, I felt comfortable um, doing that and, th- and found it really interesting. And um, I ended up my wife and I moved down to Lincoln, Nebraska, and I, I just answered an ad in a, in the newspaper, you know, for a woodworking job, because I was, wanted to get into that, was tired of, I just felt like I had kind of exhausted my bicycle uh, mechanic work, right. <laughs> um, and wanted to get into woodworking, and got into it, and was just, you know, it, it, it's, it's been the thing that, you know it's been my it's been the stuff that I do for a living but it's also the stuff that I do like as my hobby too you know like so woodworking you know as a as a paid job but then also you know that, that's what I'm doing with my free time but that's, also. that's sure. kind of what makes a difference right that's what makes you passionate I know people and maybe you guys could say I'm wrong or not but I, the old saying if you love what you do you never work a day in your life I've realized pretty fast that at least for me, <laughs> it's not a hundred percent true because you know when it's a job, I get what it's saying. But when it's a job and you got to pay bills, there's that stress that comes with yeah. it. But I think the difference is with that is you're passionate about what you do. You know, if if it's because it's not just a job, it's your passion, and that makes a big difference, I, I believe. That's kind of what I alluded to earlier about the golden handcuffs, because yeah, I, I ne- I've never, you know, I don't have the pressure of, of paying my bills doing it. You know, I um, I have the luxury of making something, especially commissioned pieces, which are really my favorite. Just make something that I think is awesome, and then take it to a gallery, and you know, and then it, when it sells, I mean, that's just you know, fantastic, great feeling, right? Yeah, yeah. so. I'm, I'm kind of surprised that you uh, didn't uh, gravitate towards some of these wooden bicycles, Ben. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got a I've got a wooden bike sculpture oh, that that's in in my past, but uh, but uh, but yeah. So, but Phil, when you were doing your your training, so w- where did you do training in 
in England and and what was was it was it like was it like were you a joiner what, yeah what were, what... um so it was a trade school and um you know I, that wasn't even kind of something at the age of 15 i didn't think i'll be doing uh becoming a, trying to become a joiner but as a troubled teenager and dyslexic and all the rest of it um you know my woodshop teacher it's kind of a uh, you know, a little romantic story that the woodshop teacher is the one that really got me involved in woodworking. And, and in this case, that was true. And thankfully he did. But uh, I've just found it was something I really, it was the first time I was really good at something, you know, and I just loved doing it. I was always tinkering with my hands and, and my parents say, I say I was always fixing stuff. They tell me I always, you know, I was just taking stuff apart, <laughs> breaking stuff, never, never putting it back together, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. but, um, <laughs> it was a four year. Well, okay. It was a three year program. Um, it was a, what they call a national vocational qualification. Um, it was cities, city and guilds was the program. I think it's probably changed by now, but at the age of 15, you went one day a week to see if you liked it. And you did that, you know, I can't remember how long, but you did that for a while. And then at the age of 16 in England, you get a chance to go on to sixth form college, which puts you on a academic path or trade school. And I, you know, I knew I was going to go trade school. So uh, 16, I went full, you know, full time, five days a week, eight hours a day. And wow. uh, went to trade, trade school, and it was it wasn't furniture. A lot of people think I went to a furniture school. A lot of people, which I take this as an absolute you know honor, but a lot of people think I went to like College of the Redwoods, uh, just because you know James Cronoff and and many students from the College of the Redwoods really inspired my work um, uh, as far as aesthetics go. But um, it was a I was a joiner. I came out and you got, you could do one year, two or three years. I did all three years and you got a, almost like a credit card looking thing. It was a, it was a card showing that you were qualified and that you've been trained and you could go onto a job site and get paid real money. Um, and so I, the third year you, you would work on the job site too, as a part of the school. And I, I loved it. It was great. It it wasn't quite what I wanted to do. It was it was tough work. Um, I'm not saying I'm some kind of wimp, but I was <laughs> looking at when I'm I'm looking at I'm working at these guys that were like, you know, 50 and they looked like they were 90 years old. Uh, it's just really tough on them because we were working on old Victorian Edwardian homes out in the elements, down on your knees sucking up all this old, you know, hundreds of years old dust. Uh, it's just it, it put a toll body and I saw my it do that to my dad too. He wasn't a, he wasn't a carpenter or furniture maker, but he was always on the job side. Um, but I just more and more wanted to get into finer, uh, craft, you know, get into furniture. Sure. Um, and that, that, that happened when I came to the States. Uh, um, but yeah, so mm. it was a, it was a trade school. That was a really long uh, answer to your question. <laughs> well, interesting. As a as a trade school, as a trade school, was it was it part of was was it part of public education? Was it a, was it a paid tuition based? But how did how did that work? Well, it's uh, it, 
I mean, it was all free because um, it's England. Uh, I, I know that's not true anymore, but it was a it was a government school, right? So, um, it, so it was part. Of, it, was part of, it was basically part of the school system. So it, would have it was part. Yeah, it, it was. So it was a. I mean, it was a, They call it a college, but it. I mean, it's almost. It's almost like a sixth form college type situation. So it, it was a. It was a government ran school, part of the educational system. That's what the MVQ was. So it's a you know recognized nationally. Um, uh, but yeah, it's you know what a great opportunity to to do three solid years of woodworking, and it, especially at that age. It was age, grounded you know? in hand tools, you know. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's that's it. Got the bug there pretty yeah, fast. Yeah, that's unheard of uh, here. I mean, I, we've never heard of anything like that here in the states. Yeah, it's. Um, I think it's still going too. I hope it is. Um, but you know, the first year you you didn't touch any power tools. It was all hand tools and how to sharpen and you know hand planes and you were making stormproof windows and sash windows and, and you know doors with raised panels and you know big old mortise and tenons and arch uh, doorways with hammerhead tenons all this crazy stuff i would not have a clue how to do now <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun and i would finish my projects pretty early and then the teacher i had a good relationship with um would let me kind of just build stuff uh, that I wanted to build. That's uh, cool. You know, a lot of times at those schools, most of the kids, unfortunately, are, are kind of punks. You know, uh, it's uh, they think they're just going to go there because it's an easy way out, mm. um, and they're not willing to really work at it. And so I think when I came through, and you know, my my teachers, my professors, uh, took a real liking to me because I was very keen I and it resonated with you yeah yeah absolutely mm. i was i was into it man i would come home and just they would give me wood like little test pieces of wood that we do all our test joints on and i'll just take it home and practice and practice and it was a uh, it, it was the first time i was like hey this is i'm pretty good at that's this. cool <laughs> which, was, which was new for me <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and you gravitate you gravitate towards that stuff you know yeah, absolutely. And you don't you don't get into it if you don't feel right. you don't feel like you can do a good job at it, you know? Right. And you know, and it it was kind of I mean, I know we're getting into it a lot now, but it was one of those deals too. I got in, you know, some trouble that scared me enough that they they basically um you know, I was I was kind of told that hey, you need to do something, you know, like this trade school or you're going to end up in bigger trouble and and so it it was somewhat forced on me a little bit, but man, what a it's crazy man. how that. Yeah, it's it's insane because, oh man, it's yeah, it's ridiculous. And I tell people, my wife gets really mad at me because I tell people that you know I, I say it's not a romantic story, and you know people ask me like, how are you doing woodwork and how are you making it happen? I'm like, well, you know, I can't do anything else. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> I can't I sing or dance. <laughs> You know, yeah, it's like I mean, I'm still pretty dyslexic. I still have a hard time. It, I've never had any other job but woodworking. I mean, that's the only thing I've ever done. I've never worked at a grocery store. I've, I haven't done anything. No, interesting. I've always worked on site, or you know, my dad um, as a laborer when I was you know 14, 15. But um, so yeah, I'm real thankful that I found you know because a lot of kids don't get to find it troubled teens and stuff they don't get to find what they're passionate about true 
Um, it's a shame, and I, I think that's where I see a big uh, need in the states is get get people into mechanics and machinists and carpentry and joinery and, and you know furniture making and stuff. Um, we're not all we're not all the same. We're not all designed to go to college. You know that's true. It it's, anyway. it is making a. a... A strong comeback. I, I come back. I, it is. I think yeah. due in part to social media and you know people sharing things and you see all these young guys. You get Absolutely. DMs all the time with guys asking you, you know, what books should I start with? And you know, you know, how did you get right. started? I get that question all the time. And um, there's, you know, I, I like to talk about the three P's, which is um, passion, persistence, and patience. <laughs> You know, yeah, because you uh, woodworking minus patience equals firewood. <laughs> so <laughs> you have to, you know, and a lot of people like say, that. well, you know, I don't have the patience. Well, you, you know, you create the patience. It's not like, you know, I got, you know, an extra dosage of, you know, patience. <laughs> right. You just have to, um, you have to practice those. And anyway, um, social yeah, media kills it just, like anything else you know instrumental yeah. in in bringing all that back and that's that's fantastic and it's a, a very cool thing to be a part of absolutely well and I, I know we kind of mentioned like when we're doing this podcast why do we want to do this and, and i think that's what excites me besides the point that i'm pretty lonely and i thought it'd be cool to talk to a couple <laughs> of dudes but um you know i i think tying it in with the fact that we all have a pretty good presence on Instagram and there's only so much you can share on Instagram, right. you know? And, and I, I've always felt bad cause I try to reply to people, but you get a lot of it. And then my dyslexic self, I'm like typing away and I have to show it to my wife. I'm like, Hey, is, is this spelled right? And she, she'll start laughing cause I spelled something wrong and it was inappropriate <laughs> and I'm like, great. You know, so it's, it's like so much more, but I'm not making excuses for myself. I, you know, I, I know what I'm, I'm good at, and that's not one of them. But um, that's what excited me about this was, you know, hey, it'd be fun just to kind of share a little bit more and, and, you know, get a chance to talk about what's going on in the shop and kind of behind the scenes and and have a little bit more of a, a raw, real representation of what we do. Sure. Because sometimes Instagram, we don't see them. Yeah, it can it can be glorified. Everyone's showing their their best work and the finished product. Yeah. And, and and I'm to, I'm totally one of them. I mean, I I pretty rarely ever show a screw up. <laughs> it's it's really just because I don't make screw I, ups. I, sh I showed <laughs> I showed a bad screw up that I did last summer on on this door that I was making, and I really didn't think it through. I guess I just saw the finished piece in my mind, and I stacked all these layers of Baltic birch up, and it. It it didn't didn't work. I mean, oh and, yeah. And I got on Instagram and 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 just threw it out there. This this is what I did. I screwed up. This is my mistake. I like to hyphenate the word mistake, mistake. So it's take one, take two. So you know, I learned a bunch, but I was really surprised how uh, people responded to that. And I. I, I was... feel I feel pretty bad that I unfollowed you, <laughs> but you came back, right? <laughs> I came back. You redeemed yourself. <laughs> no, <I'm> just... <laughs> you knew I was going to be posting some cool stuff, and you had 
and you were, <laughs> and you were going to miss out. <laughs> I I remember that, and I thought that was really yeah. Cool. It, I, I, yeah. I just got so many DMs of people just saying, you know, I really appreciate you, um, you know, you know, because you get you get people that have a, a lot of followers and they're making beautiful things, and you and it just looks effortless, like they're just cranking this stuff out. But that is so not true. You know, we, no, we have lots no. of, um, I certainly do. I have lots of mistakes. And, and it's funny. Sometimes I'll think back. I'll be like, man, I've been doing this for how long? And I'm still making these silly mistakes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. All the time. Yeah. So I just make myself feel better by hyphenating that word, mistake. There you take go. one, take two. <laughs> just makes it easier right. for me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, and, you know, like they say, it's your best teacher, right? I mean. You typically don't make that mistake twice. <laughs> learn, learn from it. Typically, now that's not to say I haven't. Uh, most mistakes I make is usually when I'm not not being patient enough or I haven't thought something through enough. You know? Or in a rush. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm telling you, rush or if money's involved or a deadline. You know, it's like that's when it's going to happen. Mm. But very good. <laughs> well, I All think right, another. So- that we've talked about doing with it with the um with the podcast is trying to do some interviews with some different people um on instagram i i I don't think we've quite got that figured out but that's something that in the future that we'd like to do um is you know some some of the other people that 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 we follow that we find you know interesting um i think it's fun to 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 do that just more as a as you know kind of a bringing it bringing the community uh for lack of a better term i think that term gets thrown around a little bit too much but um you know to 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 you know be able to listen to some of these people that we just get to see you know quick photos and maybe some written text or maybe some short videos from yeah and the sky's right. the limit maybe. because there's so many there's so much talent in the world oh. i mean it's um it's mind-boggling what 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 yeah, it is doing now. One of the amazing that's one of the yeah. best things about social. You it know, really the, the, is. The way things are right now is, is that you know you get you get to see so many people and doing so many interesting things that you, you hear about. I hear about you know like like uh, the things are dying and things yeah. are, are lost and and kind of that kind of that oh that the the sad story, but boy, I just don't. I, I think don't, it I don't it was, it. but I don't think it is anymore. It's I it's think, yeah. it's uh it's on a rapid incline for sure. I think I think it is too, and I think you know when you talked about like the three P's and and that you know I think more than anything you know that passion that that just wanting to do it sure you know you, you right. people you know like you know do you recommend somebody getting into woodworking for a living and it's like boy i don't know if that i really would recommend anybody getting into it you know it's a pretty tough way to make a living i think you have to love it the people that the people that should get into woodworking are the ones that are going to get into it whether people tell them that they should or not you know right you know if you're gonna if you want to listen listen to me say you should get it you know i if I tell you no, you know, which would probably be my response. No, you probably shouldn't. Um, and you're going to do it anyway. You're, you're the one that should be getting in. Right. It, right. You know, cause it's, yeah, I, I, it's a tough way to make a living. I found it interesting <laughs> a, a, a few weeks ago, there was a, a girl that a young girl that works 
works out at one of my wife's gyms that she manages and she's uh 17 somewhere in there she already has two associates super smart girl but she loves woodworking and she was talking with my wife i guess and she was this girl was telling her my wife that you know her woodshop teacher was getting ready to retire and this girl told him no you can't quit yet i've you know i've got two more years of school and you got to stay there so they'll keep the wood shop because a lot of wood shops are going away around here and anyway Deanne was saying oh my husband does woodworking so she showed her my page and the girl was just you know just loved it and so she wanted to come out to the house and I said sure that'd be great so I showed her around the house and our house is really um it's it's fun to show there's just you know I've put so much effort and and love into this place i i wanted it very gallery-esque because i want to have future shows here different collaborations with different artists not just woodworkers um because there's a lot of art around here um a lot of artists anyway so she came out to the house and she was just just you know her jaw just hit the floor she just could not believe what she was seeing and that was so fantastic and i'm thinking you know as i'm talking to this girl you know because super smart girl she's still in school with already two associate degrees and um you know she's just kind of one of those overachievers and i'm thinking well, this is interesting if you're going to take the path of woodworking just because you're so passionate about about it and also really smart i mean who knows what she'll do and especially in today's yeah. age because right it seems like uh you know this new generation they don't know what they don't what they can't do and so there's no limit for them it's it's a different generation than when we grew up. You know, our parents were like, you know, you know, take it easy. You know, you you know, don't rush too fast. And now, I mean, you got these you know, twelve year olds doing triple backflips on on a motorcycle. You know, because they're fearless <laughs> on a motorcycle. It's crazy. I mean, I just love that. So it was really interesting yeah, for her to come is. out and um, and and just you know share that with her. And uh, she was really just fell in love with all the secret hiding space uh, places that I have in the house and in some of the furniture. And so all the, all the magnets. Yeah, and magnets. So magnets. And so now in <laughs> one of the pieces that she's working on in school, she's, she's put in a little hidden, hidden drawer. So I thought that was fantastic. That's pretty cool. I love that stuff. Oh yeah. Awesome. That's really so, neat. So I saw on, you know, I was, I was looking at, looking at the stuff before, before we got on, you know, because we, the three of us, you know, we we follow each other and and what it is that we're doing. But Ramon, I was I was looking at your stuff and you were doing the arched, what was it? The the, the desktop. Is yeah, that right? I, I made the desktop out of um, a cherry classic core, and okay, uh, I like it because it's flat and it's stable, and then I'm banding it with because we're trying to keep the cost down on this pro on this project, so. You know, I incorporated a lot of the classic core instead of solid wood. And anyway, uh, the so ends of back the... up a sec. What what is classic core? It's probably slang to different demographics, but around here, it's either called a comp core, which is composition core, or classic core. And essentially, what it is, it's it's uh, high quality plywood in the center, right? And then you have a layer of MDF on. Um, on the outside of that and then you have your finished veneers on the outside of the oh, mdf okay so it's very cool. stable um 
and very flat and uh, about a hundred bucks a sheet. So it's pretty good stuff. You can, but you can put screws. Yeah, in. exactly. That's, that's one of the appeals okay. for it because the solid MDF is just, it's horrible I, to cut. It's beautiful and flat, but you can't put fasteners into it. So I'm making this desktop out of the classic core and banding it with a cherry so I could do that textured edge again. And so, yeah, I was, uh, I was cutting an inside radius and an outside radius, and then the two radiuses would match, you know, as I subtracted the distance for the half-inch bit. So that's what I was working on uh, in today's post. So... So it's like a male-female type situation? Is that what's going on? Yes, and they, they fit perfectly. You know, I had a, I think it was like a 67-inch radius, which was an outside radius for the desktop, you know, for the um, for the substrate, for the cherry classic core. 67-inch radius, and then I changed the radius to be 67 from the other side of the bit outside. to do an okay. inside nice. for the wood. And then, I mean, it's just math. It fit perfectly. So, yeah. And then I'll just clean that that's, up that's a little bit, cool. get rid of some of the mill marks. And then, uh, you know, that'll get uh, biscuited on or you can use a domino or whatever. What and then, of course, you had to park your nice big truck in the background. Oh, I love that truck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I needed a backdrop or else you could see was trees. <laughs> I'm just jealous. <laughs> That's all I do on Instagram is I get jealous of everyone. Do you remember the post where I where I showed my, my air horn? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> yes, that truck's fun to drive. I, I used to do a lot of shows, and we would pull – I have a big enclosed trailer, and I'd have it full of furniture. We'd do these shows, and um, one time we are in California, and the big uh, truck driver – he just started getting in my lane and I'm laying on my factory horn and uh, nothing, you know, he just kept coming over. <laughs> it kind of freaked my wife out. And so at that, in that moment, I thought, okay, I got to find something louder than this factory horn. And so yeah, two, uh, two, two air horns and a, com <laughs> a compressor with two tanks <laughs> under the truck uh, does the job. <laughs> when I blast that thing, people duck. <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun but i'm I, I don't just you know i'm not all willy-nilly with it i don't want to give anybody a heart attack right <laughs> special occasion only <laughs> so ben ben what oh, are you working on <laughs> well I'm, I'm working on these doors for for a church but today i was out i did some Oh, I was doing some volunteer work today, which was kind oh, of nice. fun. Uh, went out to, uh, oh, my, my oldest boy is in Boy Scouts, and yeah. there's a there's a really beautiful place out um, wh where I live. It's it's right on the Missouri River, and there's a there's a dam here that backs up the Missouri River and creates a reservoir um, called Lewis and Clark Lake, um, and there's a Boy Scout camp that's out on the out on the lake um and so it's up on these big bluffs these chalkstone bluffs that's where my my business name is is a is just a, uh, is named after these the bluffs that are out there but um but i was doing some oh basically some timber framing <laughs> so we were we were putting putting up these the six by six posts and, um 
and notching them out so we could put two by tens up into them. Um, but just doing it with like a oh a cirque saw and, right. and some some old chisels I've, that I've and always a, and a claw hammer. It, yeah, I've always loved that concept or that uh, that process of timber framing, and it's you know it's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful technique with all i mean yeah it's like furniture on steroids if it's done correctly right <laughs> yeah and it's it's big and it's you know it's and and, and it can be kind of um you know it, it's somewhat of uh i don't know if coursework it would be the would be the right, right. it's a little, a little more forgiven right yeah well it's just yeah it's it, you know it's it's um you know it's cut and chop and and which is which is nice to right. you know i've been working i've been i've been resawing veneers and gluing those things down so <laughs> you know it's a nice it's a nice change of pace yeah you know just to cool. take the you know take yeah, the worm, worm nice. drive saw and, and yeah. wallow that thing out and then i've got i've got this this big two inch um slick chisel oh, yeah. that was my was my great uncle's that um, you know that when he passed away, it was given to me. Um, it's like a set of of these. I don't even know what kind they are, but they're just you know it's probably oh the thing's probably 15 inches long. You know with the <laughs> handle, and it's you know it's perfect for perfect for that. You know you do the saw curves and then break out the break out the waste and then you're in there with that slick cleaning, you know cleaning the thing up on the bottom so that you can you know put these two by tens set them into these six by sixes basically yeah. how cool is that yeah yeah it was fun you know it was a nice do you uh do you like glue it liquid or does it get bolted or how, It'll how get, does that work it, to begin with it just gets it just gets um um like uh, pegged don't they just no this this is real utilitarian this this it's a hand wash station oh. you know Oh, that's fancy. <laughs> yeah, there's 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 six 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 by sixes, you know, four corners and then two in the middle, and just creating like a a roof over the top of an area that's going to be a oh like a it's going to be a hand washing station basically. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's so just kind of probably just screwed or ring shank together. Yeah, right? so we're just we're screwing screwing the pieces to begin with, but we're you know we're just doing like like four around the perimeter and then. Once the other two by tens go up, because it'll be doubled up, the two by tens will be doubled up, and then, and then we're just drilling through, and they're going to be carriage bolt, you know, tie the things together. It's like I said, it's it's real utilitarian. There's nothing, but right. still strong and uh, still kind of fun to do. Yeah. Oh yeah, still <laughs> still fun to do. It was out at the lake, you know. It was a beautiful sure. day, and, and yeah, and it was a chance to. Uh, it was you know got out of the shop and did a little bit you know the only thing that was a drawback was it was you know it was up on a ladder doing it the whole time you know oh and that, man that yeah. gets to be a little bit tiresome that and that and i'm coming out of winter so uh it was about it was close to 80 today and and sunny so i'm getting i could feel the sun on me and and i still have my my uh my 50 pound winter coat that i seem to wear year <laughs> round so, I got nice. <laughs> I gotta get acclimated to the to the warmer temperatures. I'm a, I'm I'm good for the, I've got I've got a body type that's pretty good for the, pretty good for the cold weather. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> yeah. So this is a this is gonna be a, a fantastic thing. I I can't wait till we delve into some of the projects that we're working on 
and techniques and and all that you know and, and it's always interesting to me how many different ways there are to, to you know come to a final yeah exactly. do the same thing and, and sometimes <laughs> right. it's like wow i would have never yeah. done it that way i've never done it that way i wouldn't have even thought of it and i i just i just love that part you get a lot of right. comments and like wow right. i've never you know same thing you know from other people's viewing your works for instance so yes yeah, will be exciting right yeah absolutely yeah i think it's a uh, i think that's what was real eye-opening about instagram is uh you know it's funny because i have a friend who he doesn't like instagram he said he gets kind of depressed but he was the same type of guy that didn't really like to look at fine woodworking magazine and see other furniture makers because he always took it as a kind of a blow to his himself you know that <laughs> Oh, I'm not that good. Oh, you know, and I always thought it was really interesting. That is this, interesting. I'm not going to say names, but this guy, this guy is amazing. Like, he's ridiculously amazing. And I, I told him, I said, I'm glad you're not on Instagram because you would have more followers than me. Like, <laughs> right. he's really good. But I get motivated. You know, it just motivates me. I I was actually, as you guys are talking, I'm looking at Tim Coleman's <laughs> page. I got my computer up on Instagram right now. I was just kind of scrolling through stuff and, uh, just in case there's like a topic or something I thought it would be cool to talk about but it just it just inspires it inspiring. me it makes me want to go out and be a better craftsman mm -hmm. you know and well, and to see how how everyone goes about it sure it's fantastic and I think one of the one of the best things about it is is that it allows you to see that you know all these people are just they're just people they're just like right like like you know like you guys are you know and and I I was fortunate enough to to go out what a couple of months ago and, and was at, at was at tim coleman's shop um oh, which is awesome yeah and 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 tim's just a you know he's, he's just, just a great yeah. guy you know and he's and he's yeah, he, he's, he, he's no different he's he's you know it's not it's not easy it's not an easy way to make a living but he's but he's doing it and he's he's doing it by being smart and and trying things and and you know and and I haven't, you know, he has a he has a great design aesthetic. Um, yeah, you can spot yeah, any works. He, he works hard, but but you know, it's not. He's not. Uh, he doesn't have some magic potion <laughs> that that allows right. allows it. It's just he work he works at it, and and uh, yeah, and they and they and you he's know, passionate he about it. it. I mean, which is yeah. a key ingredient. And he, is, and, he and, his, and he and his family, you know, they they sacrifice i mean there's that's 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 all there is all there is to it you know i mean if you're going to do this stuff for a living you know there's there's only so much money that you can make i mean you you certainly can make a living at it right and, well and that's the thing when people say make a living it's like well what do you mean by a living <laughs> sure you know i mean it's i do i get people asking me i'm an architect i make 200 plus thousand dollars a year can i get the same and you know hey kind of when we get our website up and going and if uh, if you know someone that makes more than that as a as a custom furniture maker let me know because i know you know it just makes me laugh it's like there's no way um you know and it's like if you're gonna get into owning a big company but like a one-man studio no there's no way because what we do just takes way too much time you know and you can get paid great money at it but it still just takes so much time but uh so yeah it's like i i do not do this 
for the money. I would love to get 200, 300,000 a year. That'd be fantastic. I haven't got there. I don't know. Uh, and if you think about it, realistically, if you were making that kind of money, would you change what you're doing and, and would it change right. who you are? And would right, it take right. the passion out well, of it you know, it's the like, rest of that? We don't go without, like we have a very simple life and we have good cars and, um, lifestyle too you know and i know there's some guys out there that get kind of mad at that it's like well it's a business you should be making this you should be making that i try to make as much as i can um but i am at home with my family pretty much 24 7 and think about the value there though that's a, that's a that's i mean that's that's exactly that's, it yeah yeah i could i could go work for someone else probably and and get paid more but you know you're taking travel and then being away from the family it's not worth it to mm-hmm. me but, yeah so. yeah i think all of those things are all those things are good things to talk about <laughs> i mean we all get we all love to talk about the techniques and and right. um you know and, the, and design aesthetics and and tools and what have you but i think you know the the, the reality the, the reality of life of doing this for a living i think is is something that's valuable to talk about also yeah because um, i i think and, you're starting to see more and more people wanting to do it as well so it, it right. has to be for the right life meetings, you know yeah i i agree i agree doesn't it seem anyway the more you make the more you spend i mean it's sure. funny me, even me and my wife, Absolutely. when she was working and we were getting two paychecks and we didn't have four kids, we felt skint then anyway. You know, we were like, oh, we don't have money to do that. And, you know, fast forward 11 years, four kids. I'm I'm the one. She just actually started. Uh, she's in her second semester teaching two days a week in the morning, which is fantastic for her because she just, it's, she really loves, you know, she's passionate about, uh, teaching and, and it gets her out and gets her a bit of a break from the kids. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we it's the same. It's like we're, we probably feel better off now than we did when we both had jobs. It's yeah. it's a weird thing. That is you know? an interesting uh, phenomenon <laughs> that happens. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. I got friends, they make, I know they make like 300,000 plus a year and they're still complaining. You're right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like we all got our problems. <laughs> yeah. True. True. But, all right. How, how far into the show are we? Well, we're about oh, 46 oh, minutes. <laughs> nice. So that's, that's another thing. We're going to try to keep these at what? We were talking 50, 55 minutes. Yeah, uh, right in there somewhere. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, so so I mean that's kind of the the idea that we're that we're thinking of. Uh, just that we've kind of come to the conclusion, or at least the thought process that we have right now is is that that's a good time frame. You know, it's long enough to to make it worthwhile uh, to to listen to, but yet and not, not be so not dang long. long. You guys right. are just and that's about going as, crazy. That's about as long as I can go without eating. So. <laughs> <laughs> about eating <laughs> nice yeah. well and i think too you know um like i said this is this is brand new and uh but once we kind of get a few episodes out and have our website and have it to where people could ask some questions i think that could be kind of cool too um i think it'd be nice to to entertain a few questions every now and then 
Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that's a, I think that's a good way, and it's a good way to to you know so people can 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 have a voice, right? Can we connect. Wanna, yep. We want to be inclusive, you know, and and I, I think that's a um, I think that's going to be one of the one of the things that that we want to do is just we want to include people. We don't want to be. This isn't the the you know the the Phil Ramon and Ben show. This is you know. Wait 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 what? It's not. <laughs> Hang on a second. I'm out. <laughs> no, I'm just hey, your name but was first. I thought it. I thought it was the Phil Show, man. The Phil Show. <laughs> it's got a nice ring to it. I think there's already. No, I think I think you're absolutely right. It's uh, it, it'd be. Yeah, you know, it'd be cool too. Is because uh, I'm imagining a lot of people that come follow us except for our family because we're going to make them but uh you know people from instagram and you know what's so cool now is you know you can drop their name and their tag you know their uh their instagram name and it, it just kind of help everyone get some exposure and spread to see what yep. people's up to spread, spread the, the love and, and, yeah absolutely mm -hmm. i think that'd be great yeah i think it'll be i think it'll be interesting it'll be fun it'll be fun to do um it's been something that i've I've, you know, kind of wanted to do. I listen to, you know, I listen to the other woodworking podcasts that are out there and, and really enjoy those, you know, right. Um, right. and just thought it would be, it'd be kind of fun to do that also, you know. I just started listening to, uh, what was it, Made, made for Profit? Made for Profit? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they yeah. have some fantastic yeah. uh, topics on there. Man, it, it is fantastic, but I came away, I think I'm only on episode two. And I'm like, oh my goodness! Now I'm overthinking everything because, <laughs> like, they really dive deep into Instagram, and I have never thought about Instagram. Like, obviously, I think about what I post, and I'll throw some tags. But, but like, you're not time, worrying about algorithms. No, and, like yeah. the time and being consistent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> and it was really interesting because they did mention because um, I think a lot of people are saying this, and I think it's Facebook. Um, I heard someone say it was it used to be like a merit based system and now it's kind of turned into more of like the algorithm Correct. is if because I don't I used to post a lot more and I, I just I don't post as regular anymore and then I was listening to that podcast I think it's the second episode in which they have fantastic stuff to share it's very very good podcast but um man when they started talking about how you know you've done this much work you you kind of kind of stupid if you don't times a day and goodness two times a day you know it's just i don't know <laughs> i think it's great and fantastic but i'm just gonna be me and I, i'll post when i can and i have something that i think's worth posting you know? i agree I, I post quite a lot when i have a project that's nearing completion because i've got right. a lot of, i've got a lot of pictures you know uh piled up but one, well, one, you're, what you do is really smart. I think that's that's fantastic. How you uh, you kind of get a bunch of you take pictures as you go, and then you kind of share it more towards the end, right? So you've got them all kind of loaded and ready to right. go. Right, and in between, I'm I'm doing like tips and tricks, uh, you know that that's, that you always seem right. to have. So one thing I, right, I, right. I noticed recently in the in the in the sponsored ads. Is so I have ordered some LED lights from Solid Apollo. Um, they're really quality right. light lighting. Uh, the you know the little self adhesive LEDs, and now I'm seeing those 
ads on my Instagram page. Yeah, well, it's the same. It's because it's Facebook. They sell. Yep. So they, they sell all that. It's it's yeah. it's all connected. <laughs> I mean, I say they sell. I don't know how it works, but it's the same as when I go onto. Um, I'll just do a search on the the internet, and then Amazon's sending me a thing saying great deals on. And I was like, I was just looking for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's all just a coincidence. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you saying we overthinking it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah they're, not, they're not watching. They're watching us, man. Big brother. Always watching. It's like, I'm like, whatever, watch. Go I'm ahead. Yeah, that's what I say. <laughs> I'm pretty boring. <laughs> You'll get bored. <laughs> well, I will say today, uh, I took the day off. Usually I try not to work really on Sundays. Um, I try to keep it more family day, but we all went to the river today. Today was beautiful. So mm-hmm. we, we got the kayaks and canoes and took the family down and uh, after church and just, just went to the river. It was much needed. I didn't work in the shop one bit. You didn't have to uh, carve the paddles or anything? Didn't have to carve the paddles. No, <laughs> no. I've, I've learned too, when you start working for yourself, all that kind of stuff goes away. It's like, does it pay? No, I'm not doing it. Right. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm teasing. <laughs> but, um, and I'm working on a, uh, on the plans for this little T-Rack. And that's what I did in the morning. So it was a, it was a really nice chill day. That's cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Important to do, you know, get get away. You're always going to have too much. Sometimes you just need to not even go in there and just just be with a family. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think in the future that's going to be a fantastic topic to talk about. Yeah, is that balance between work and family? Mm-hmm. Uh, that is to me is the hardest part. I agree. Of. of of my, you know, woodwork. I, I don't, I can't imagine, you know, my kids are grown and gone. I'm, so it's just uh, me and my lady. And um, I, I, I want to spend more time with her, you know? And so that's, that's always, um, that's always a goal. Is how right. can I balance that? Yeah. 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 I'm still, still figuring it out. <laughs> yeah. Out, yeah. But... You could have figured out, Phil, you let me know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I will. I, <laughs> I thought I, it was going to happen, but we, we, my my wife and I, we we struggle with it. It's it's a it's a difficult. It's an thing, issue. You know? Yeah, well, it is. It is. You know, it is for us as well. There's only so much time in the day, and you've got so much. You know, you, you, your family. You want to spend as much time with your family, but you have you have so much work that needs you, to be done. You also need to feed them. <laughs> yeah. Well that's yeah that i mean that's that's part of it and right. and then you know it's it's hard to shut it off and yeah you need to be able to shut it off though so i think i think in the future that'd be a, that's a wonderful topic that i don't think gets talked enough about i agree <laughs> right right absolutely <clears throat> well and i think too like to talk about um i know we're going to wrap this one up here in a few minutes but i think it'd be really good to talk about um you know what it is to be a furniture maker and to be a full-time furniture maker and how how you can do it in very different ways. But, you know, people, you know, some people kind of act like, well, if if your wife's working and you're working and you're not, you know, you're not the one that's just bringing it, you know, making the money, then it's not quite the same. Or 
oh, you teach. People say that to me. It's like, oh, well, you teach too, so you're not a full-time furniture maker. It's like, you know, I, I get it. If there's a guy, I actually have another friend who um, he is a full-time furniture maker. It's all on him, like every single bit of it. And it's a tough, tough life. He has a lot of kids. Um, and, yeah, it's tough. But I, I teach. There's many ways to, to do what you want to do, you know, to be a to be a furniture maker. And that's, I think, a great topic to talk about because I know that we all – have other things that we do i know uh ramon you also do some article stuff and um and like you said you're about to start full-time in your own business so i think this would be a, mm. a fantastic place to share that and just be really open and honest about yeah. it because i don't think enough people are because i'll look at sometimes people's page and i'm like man how is he able to spend that much i time think that all the that time because yeah, you, you, know you know when they start because you you see their posts, right? And they're right. working on something yeah. for you know, and you're like, wow, how how right. can you you have to well, you have you to know, be a starving artist or, yes. or there's, there's something else going on, <laughs> something else going on there, and and it, and you know even the thing too with Instagram, it's fantastic, but it is a little bit weird because it's this insight to our life. So I have this desk I'm working on. If you go back to my feed when I started that desk, that was a long time ago. And now I'm still working on it. I mean, people must be thinking, what the heck is he doing? <laughs> and I know even for my clients, they follow me. It's it's kind of intimidating sometimes. Yeah, because, because maybe you should be working on something else because you have clients that are on Instagram. Yes, <laughs> it is. It's so It can be so yep. weird, you know. And I'm very open and honest. I mean, you have to be if you – I did what I do is you know five clients re return clients and that's all I need for a lifetime like for them to keep coming back to me and I'm golden you know so it, it, but it's just it is an interesting thing because you're you, you we don't all share everything on Instagram and I think a lot of times people think we do you know and it, there's jobs I do that I don't share I don't think they're, they're worthy of sharing yeah. but that's a good thing to talk about too is that th this is bread and butter this is stuff that you know i've committed to doing and it's i i do everything with passion but it's not something that is my design or something that is that exciting it pays well right. i can get it in and out i post very little you know, of, so, of uh, my my work so a lot of people don't realize that i work full time they think well, that I everything didn't. that i'm posting is is all my is you know my business i thought i thought and it was it, all yours not. And I that, thought you just, what you're um, seeing is is weekends <laughs> right right yeah. well and I, I did i was one i thought uh no because i saw that you would be in a bigger shop once in a while and i know you've mentioned your brother and i, I thought well you're just going by using his shop too that's cool but i i didn't realize uh i didn't realize you worked full-time at another place yeah yep yeah so very cool well, it's well, been a great, uh, great evening again, yeah. guys. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I know you're. Uh, you, you need to go get something to eat. That's right. Got to feed the tapeworm. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, hey, uh, guys. Yeah, I think uh, for our first podcast, I think that you know was pretty good. So, um, yeah, how, how do we get? How do we lead this out? Well, I've got uh, I've got this here. So, thanks a ton for checking out Woodworkers Podcast. We absolutely appreciate it. If you have any questions, you can shoot us an email soon 
at woodworkerspodcast.com. Also, we look forward to your input, input and feedback on the show, and as well as uh, suggestions on topics for future shows. So on behalf of Ben and Phil, I'm Ramon, and we'll see you on the next episode of Woodworkers Podcast. Ciao. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Ciao.